I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy from the Kindergarten Kiosk Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect those of others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Get Inspired and Innovate. Today, we want to talk about how our uh, district leaders can be using Google Workspace. Uh, Stephanie, in your school district, uh, how are you guys training your district leaders, your principals, uh, your directors, your uh, supervisors on how to use uh, the Google Workspace there uh, in your district? I mean, we do a pretty good job training our teachers. Uh, when it comes to admin, though, I feel like they're so busy and they're pulled in so many different directions. And if they're not attending with the teachers on some of these meetings or in some of these sessions, they're not getting trained. Um, so if they have to call a parent or they have to be pulled out to do something or I mean, there's so many different things that admin have to do. And so if that's the case, there's a lot of times where they're missing out on different PD or different tips and tricks, or I'll send a newsletter out to my teachers. And if they don't read it because of the amount of everything else that they get, um, they might miss some key information that is happening. But I also think some of their PD needs to be different. And so how do you provide that for admin? Because like teacher PD, it's like blended learning and focusing on, you know, the whole child and all of this stuff. And a uh, principal might not need that type of PD. Lance, what are you doing since you guys are the exemplar district? Exemplar district. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, we we actually are admins, uh, our district leaders. Uh, we do heavily use Google Workspace. Uh, all of our communication uh, happens through Google Classroom. So all of our admins will have Google Classrooms and their teachers will be students in that Google Classroom. They'll put all their information right out there. And then we also have Google Sites that uh, we build out that has all the information on it that a teacher would need. So like if, if they had to do like a discipline referral, there's a link there for discipline referral. If they need school data, all that school data is right there on that website. And of course, it's a closed website that only their uh, teachers can get to. Uh, but any information they need to get to, uh, if they want to look at their state data, if they need to look at kids' data, they load all that right there on that website. Uh, and then we use Google Docs for project management. Uh, I wish our listeners could see like the document that I'm showing here on my screen right now. But this is a project management uh, tool that we use in Google Docs so that our meetings, every uh, every meeting for the year will be documented right here on this slide with this group of people. It always focuses around our district goals and what's going to be happening there and then what type of meeting we'll be doing and from there then we get into you know this person has this much time to talk we take our notes we go through we make our decisions our descriptions and our actions that we need to make from there so this was actually a meeting I was in today uh, and this was the outcome from all of that so we use uh, Google Classroom a lot with our admins we use Google uh, Sites to build out things from the admin level down to the teacher level. And then we use our Google Docs then for our project management. And do you have time set aside for this training or how do you train all your principals on it? So what, what we're doing there is um, we lead all of our stuff uh, from the district level down of this is how we're going to get information to you, whether again, it's through Google Docs, uh, Google Sites or our Google Classroom. 
uh, so that we're modeling it to them and then they model it to their teachers from there. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I hope today's guests can really help us to grow with training admin and district leaders to better use these different tools and that they can model these tools when they're meeting with staff as well. Yeah, so we got Dr. Christy Welts that's joining us today. She's come to us from New Jersey. Uh, she is a media specialist there. She has got her doctorate in ed tech leadership. Uh, kind of a little jealous of that. And she is a Google trainer and a Google coach. Welcome to the show today, Dr. Krista. Hi, Lance. Hi, Stephanie. So great to be here today. I'm so honored. Thank you. Thank you. So, so talk to us a little bit. Um, I talked about how we're doing it a little bit in our district. Uh, but, you know, I, and I hear that a lot, that admins uh, don't get the training that they need for these tools in Google Workspace. So what's your suggestions on how do we need to train them up to do this? Well, you know, like kind of piggyback what you just said, um, there's, you know, many ed tech coaches in the district and uh, most often they're training either the teachers or clerks. But I really feel that administration really needs to be trained in Google Workspace for education. There are so many tips and tricks out there uh, for school administrators. And it doesn't necessarily have to be training on a, you know, an ed tech tool or a software that just came out, um, which is great to do. But just by, you know, helping them set up multiple inboxes in Gmail, uh, creating Gmail templates for FAQs that staff members constantly ask, uh, just bookmarking links and adding them to like a folder for quick warning access. Um, sharing settings in Google, all Google Docs is uh, something that administrators have to really be familiar with and many are not. Um, they're always, you know, sharing something that giving editing rights when they shouldn't. Um, and this just little things like that could really help an admin's uh, day go smoother. Yeah, so you, one thing you said there that uh, you're talking about bookmarking and things like that. So to keep our admins also organized, one thing that we do is we create folders for them on their bookmark bars. Mm -hmm. So I have a vital folder here that's on my bookmark bars, and I put all of my meeting documents inside there. That way I don't even have to go to Google Drive. I just know if it's a vital meeting, I come to this folder. It's got all of my documents right there in it. I just find the one I want, click it, and open it there. So we teach our admins that, you know, where they can just create this little folder here, grab mm -hmm. the lock, and drag it right into that folder. And it just saves them time, and they can stay That's organized. Amazing. It's amazing. How do the teachers react to that? Do they, do they actually use it, or do they forget where it is? Oh, no, no, no. They, they use it a lot. And then, uh, of course, also through our admin console, we have our district bookmarks that we'll push out to, to our teachers too, so that we can control, you know, if there's specific bookmarks we want everybody to have in the district. Good, good, that's great. The same thing with our, with our district, our tech coordinator puts the important uh, bookmarks right on the district page. Um, and also he adds them on all, all domains, you know, of the, the teachers who have our Google Workspace domains on their Chrome browsers, he has a little bookmarks app where all the important bookmarks are, uh, like Clever, um, Google Classroom, uh, PD requests. It's, it's great to do that. Yeah, I think because principals, they have so many documents that they have to keep 
track of and having that bookmark as far can really help what we do is our districts is we send out kind of like what Lance was saying and I guess they create that in the admin console I didn't know that but it makes sense Mm -hmm. and then it gets pushed out you know with all of the links that everybody's going to need Um, I try to meet with my principals but I'm in multiple different buildings and so sometimes that can even be a struggle like just finding the time to sit down with them Uh, any tips and tricks on like finding the time of meeting with these busy admin and district leaders? Well, I find it in, in my district, Fridays are a bit more slower, like Friday mornings, um, even Friday afternoons. Um, but I think now that everybody's using Zoom and Google Meet, it's a little bit easier for you know for them to get on a computer, hop on it, either it's on their cell phone or at their computer. It's easier now to join these remote meetings than it is to actually physically go into a room for PD. Yeah, and I'm hoping that stays. <laughs> because, Me too. I mean, I just remember like our principals there were they were pulled for principals meeting. They've been pulled for like conferences with parents and. And having a meeting that's virtual saved them drive time. Mm-hmm. If there was an immediate issue, a lot of them like had like a door sign that said like, hey, I'm in a meeting, so try not to bother me. But if there was that issue, they were able to um, fix that quickly. Okay, but that's true. Yeah. yeah, one thing I'll say too, my, my school district, uh, we are kind of a long school district, I guess you would say. We're along the... Uh, we got an interstate that runs all the way through us and we're about um, probably 50 miles long so our, our schools are that far apart and if we want to have a centrally located meeting you know it's 30 to 40 minutes that people have to leave their their school to come to one place and then 30 to 40 minutes back so as you guys are saying with google meets and with uh, zoom and uh, meeting tools like that uh, it's it's saving us time and it's saving us money in our district because we're not you know spending gas and money going back and forth on that Exactly, exactly. Uh, have you guys um, talked about setting up multiple inboxes with your teachers? Because that's that's a question that I had gotten um, last year. And, yeah, so, uh, so, so we actually train our people not to set up multiple inboxes. Really? Because, yes, because things gets crossed up inside there when you do that. So okay. we actually teach them to set up multiple Chrome instances. Ah, so, so if you'll look, you can see on my screen, our listeners can't, but when I click on my dropdown mm-hmm. right here, you will see here are all my Chrome instances that I've got oh, and my, my video is in the way there a little bit, but we, we teach our teachers that if they want to change to a different email to change their Chrome instance and then check your mail that way, that way they don't get their accounts crossed up. Stephanie, what, what do you guys do? I do that, but we have, um, apples. I don't know if that matters, but like I have them go to the profile page and then they add a profile. Yeah. So that's the same thing I'm talking about. I think you're at the Chrome instance. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know that was called that. Lance, I I think, um, when I said multiple inboxes, I meant multiple inboxes in the one Gmail account. So you mean like this, you'll see that and add an account there. No, if you go to um, the little wheel, the settings wheel in your Gmail, and then you scroll down all the way down and it says yep. multiple inboxes. Yep. So, so we, we tell them not to do that because we still have accounts that will get crossed up that way. 
really? and they think they're yeah and they think they send they're <laughs> sending an email from one account and ends up coming from another so we just tell them to change their chrome instance mm. to another instance here that way they can make sure they don't get them crossed up okay gotcha because because our problem was uh, one of our supervisors had had uh, went to the superintendent and said my teachers keep missing my emails is there a way for the supervisor's emails to to go at the top of the inbox and all the other messages go at the bottom um and i did not know how to do this i, I was it was a challenge for me but when i clicked on the gmail settings um i loved how you could set up okay on the top i only i want to see 10 messages from my superintendent and then the next and then the next mailbox underneath would be 10 messages from my principal um, and then the rest of the inbox, whatever you get, would be on the bottom of it. And this way, they can't say, well, okay, well, the superintendent sent an email last week. It must have gotten lost somewhere in my inbox. But now you see on the top, you'll see all those messages from the superintendent right on top. So it's pretty awesome. Um, I actually have a, a doc that I set up for you guys today, if you want to share it out. Uh, let me put the link in the chat. Yeah, and I like that you go over like schedule sin, it looks like. Um, you talk about the Gmail app. Mm -hmm. I think what else? I like templates. Like, I think we talked about that earlier. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yes, <a> template, definitely. <laughs> that's a huge one. All right, well, we're gonna go on to our next segment, which is our meme and quote. So Krista, what meme or quote did you bring? Um, let's see, the one that is listed. Let me just open up that document. It's actually featured on my uh, my website. And we actually needed a quote when we first um, got into the doctoral program. And um, my favorite thing was never look down on someone unless you're helping them up. And I like this because very often you have teachers who become administrators and they forgot where they came from. You were once a teacher too. So don't forget that, you know, teachers matter. You never look down on someone because you were once a teacher too. So you always help somebody up no matter what. Yeah, that's great. Um, so mine is great leaders don't tell you what to do. They show you how it's done. Uh, and that's just been my experience. When people just like tell me how to do something, it doesn't get done the way that they want. And I just think a really good leader is someone that's like in the trenches with you and that's going through and, you know, they're not just sitting at their desk telling everybody else what to do. <laughs> Lance? Right. Yep. Yep. And mine is shared is about shared leadership. So shared leadership is more than an ideal. Uh, it is a commitment to becoming a real community of leaders with mutual accountability, vision, goals, trust, blame, and rewards. You know, Lance, that is shared leadership is the number one thing that they teach you when, when you get your doctorate. So Lance, if you ever want to get your doctorate, you are on the first step there. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Krista, what's something that you've learned that you can share with others that they could use tomorrow? Um, really, the last year has been so hard because of, you know, remote learning and because there were so many directives given from either the state or the CDC guidelines. So I had wanted to create something for teachers that could have it, that they could have information in the palm of their hand. What sits in the palm of your hand 
your cell phone always. So I, I designed a mobile app on glideapps.com. Um, and it gives out all the information that teachers need on a daily day, day to day basis. Um, whether it's the, the school's student information system login, uh, how to report your school absences, the school approved calendar, the contract from the union, school directory, um, emergency management reminders, a lot of things that that they need to know. And especially the new teachers that came in last year, it was difficult because they didn't get to see a lot of the teachers or their admin or their students. Yeah, I've used that Glide app before and it's really nice and it's organized for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, my share is the Madeline Hunter lesson plan template. Somebody has recently talked to me about this and I just want to dig deeper into it because it looks like it has all of the, the components for a really good lesson plan. Lance? I was going to pull up our vital phone app that we've made with Glide, but I was too slow there. Uh, mine is the Chromebook screen recorder. So most of you may not know that's listening out there. The uh, new Chromebooks, when you get to the next, the newest OS, they have a screen recorder that is built in to the uh, OS. So you can take screenshots with it, but you can record your screen. So uh, pressing the shift control and the change windows button, We'll pull up the option to be able to record your screen right there. So this will do things like uh, what uh, Screencastify does, what uh, Cami does, or not Cami, uh, We Video Screen Recorder and Loom does, but right there on your uh, Chromebook for your students. It's amazing. I haven't tried that yet. We haven't updated to our uh, latest yet. Um, how uh, do you see that the teachers are using it more or the students? Well, this happened over the summer, so we're fixing to roll it out and see how it works. Uh, and it's it's mainly meant for the students. So the the teachers have access to all the um, all the uh, extensions and stuff that they need. But sometimes we restrict the the students. So this will allow the students to record straight on their device. They won't need any internet or anything for it, and it will shoot straight up to the uh, computer form. Amazing. Google just keeps getting better and better. It does. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate. Krista, how can people connect with you? Uh, they could find me on Twitter. My handle is at Krista Wells, or they could just email me uh, at KristaWells at gmail.com. And just like Stephanie and Lance, I am a Twitter queen. I am constantly tweeting about ed tech and uh, anything library specific. So contact me on Twitter if you can. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And all of those resources will be in the show notes. So make sure you check them out at getinspiredandinnovate.com.